You are listening to Mission Outlook, podcast that changes your outlook in mind. This is Pietro Rossini, Saverian Missionary. For this episode, my guest is a book. This book uh, is written by Matthew Kelly and is titled The Biggest Lie in the History of Christianity. We will find together what the other meant with this. Matthew Kelly is an internationally acclaimed speaker, author and business consultant. He has dedicated his life to helping people and organizations become the best version of themselves. He was born in Sydney, Australia. He began speaking and writing in his late teens while he was attending business school. Since that time, four million people have attended these seminars and presentations in more than 50 countries. Matthew Kelly wrote this book, The Biggest Lie in the History of Christianity, in 2018. I found this book very inspirational for every Christians and no Christians. He addressed this book to all Christians, but I think there is a teaching inside this book that is universal. And we will find it with this, this teaching. First, it speaks about the lies of the world. There is a big lie in the world that affects us. This biggest lie of this world is that the world teaches us that the meaning of life is to get what you want. This is a big lie. Because <laughs> who can get what you want? And where this lie brings you. If you can get what you want, you can use others to get you what you want. That's the problem of this big lie. So you will learn not to be the better version of yourself if you follow this lie, but the worst version of yourself. You will become the, the guy or the lady that will use others to achieve their goal. But there are also many lies about Christianity. The first lie is that Jesus didn't exist. Word say to us that Jesus didn't exist. <laughs> But also scientists, also historic figure can agree with this. It's impossible to say that Jesus didn't exist. Because if we say that Jesus didn't exist, also Julius Caesar didn't exist, also Hitler didn't exist, also other historical figures very important for us didn't exist. Jesus is a history, historical important figure. Another lie is the resurrection is a myth. If the resurrection is a myth, We cannot explain why people, like the Apostles, choose to die, <laughs> to testimony this myth. <laughs> Who would die for a lie? The third lie is that Christianity preys on the weak and ignorant. It's true that some horrible things have been done in name of Christianity and by Christians. But on the other hand, we don't have to forget that Christianity 
is the house of the human rights. Christians defend human rights and dignity for 2,000 years. Without Christianity, the human rights would be never been written. The fourth lie is that Christianity is anti-intellectual and anti-scientific. Christianity has constantly been accused of being anti-intellectual and anti-scientific. But we can say that actually many scientists of the Middle Age were Christians, were monks. For example, Mendel, who found out um, the genes theory. We don't have to forget Keplero. We don't have to forget um, Copernicus and Galileo, that all obviously they were persecuted at that time for the conception of uh, the universe, but they were Christian. And they had a look on the world with the gratitude and discovery the presence of God in the universe. The other biggest lie is that Christianity is anti-sex. Actually, it's not true. Because Christianity is not anti-sex, it's pro-sexuality. Sex can lead to a great joy and great mystery. And God wants our sexuality to be the source of great joy for us. Sometimes we think that, oh my gosh, there are many prescriptions, Christians cannot do this, cannot do that. But this is because sexuality is something very powerful and important in um, people's lives. And the Christian perception of uh, sexuality is a gift, to be a gift for one each other. But the biggest lie in the history of Christianity is that holiness is not possible. This is the biggest lie. If we think that holiness is not possible, or if it's something that is so powerful that is not achievable by us, so our joy is precluded. We cannot be happy. We cannot be uh, the presence of joy of God among the people. And I like so much the solution that the author Matthew Kelly proposes in this book. He says that we need to discover again the importance of the holy moments. He says holiness is possible if we think that is not something for superheroes, but is a daily sight on life. You can create holy moments each day of your life. And this is not from the author, but it's my opinion. My opinion is that holy moments can be created by gratitude. Your gratitude on life for every gift that you have received make you um, possible of great joy. When you give thanks for something, you cannot be sad. Uh, cannot be sorrow in you if you are 
grateful for the gift of your life. And just think for a moment. How many gifts have you received in your life? Think just your life. Have you chosen to live? Have you chosen to be born? The answer to this question is no. Is nope. And if life is a gift, now and forever, everything that you have in life is a gift too. And the only answer that you can give to life is gratitude. And so the mission of men and women in the world is only this, to be grateful for every gift that we have received. Because this is the way to make holy moments. This is the way to become a gift for everybody. I want to now conclude this episode with um, an abstract from the book. Can one truth change the world? I believe it can. Is it possible for just one beautiful truth to change your life? I know with absolute certainty that this is possible. How can I be so very sure? I have seen it happen before. And I have experienced it. The single truth that holy moments are possible and that you and I, with all our faults and flaws, defects and weaknesses, brokenness and constant need, can collaborate with God and create a single holy moment is life-changing. Thank you to everybody to be with us today uh, with Mission Outlook. I hope that this podcast is helping you on changing your outlook in life to be positive, joyful and grateful for life. Because life is always a matter of outlook.